0: and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages welcome to the Thursday night throwdown as promised I promised on Wednesday wind up live that we was gonna be back again tonight we got a few things to get into you know like we always say not gonna be here for a long time but we gonna have ourselves a good time you dig what I'm saying Uh, glad that Everybody hoping hoping everybody's in good spirits and enjoying this Thursday. Um I'm enjoying it last day off, go back to work for two days, and then next thing you know, I'm off for three or four or something like that. I don't know. I'm off for an extended amount of time and I'm happy about it. But uh I'm I'm extremely happy. Number one, because I get to bring you this show. Number two, at midnight tonight. At midnight tonight, baby girl, better known as Aaliyah, one in a million album, drops on Spotify. Long overdue, long overdue. You don't understand how much of a Aaliyah fan I am, but this is like big news, so... Extremely happy about that, and uh, Lady C chiming in, in the text window. So yeah, I'm salty. Hey, baby, I can't do nothing. Nothing I can do. I mean, you know. But she also says she can't wait for a to drop at 12 o'clock. Neither can I. So you already know my musical taste is gonna be tomorrow. So, now we talked about Trevor Bauer uh, last night, and you know, yesterday was day three. Uh, of the court case, it went to court and everything. And today, woman denied restraining order against Trevor Bauer. Don't know exactly what the particulars are, but she was denied the restraining order. Uh, maybe it was a text message. I don't know. It was a lot that went into that, and ugh, mm, I don't. I don't even know what to say. But hey, trial's over. Um, lesson learned. Uh, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know if Trevor Bauer will be reinstated. I'm not sure if this young lady will be able to make it back uh, fully without any uh, PTSD or anything like that complications. Um, so we'll, as we always do, we'll keep an eye on that. But as of right now, the restraining order, the long-term, I think it was five years, has been denied. Now, moving over to the NFL. Jamal Adams, the highest-paid safety in the league. It took five months of negotiations, $38 million in guarantees, and a piece of motherly advice for Jamal Adams' record-breaking contract extension to finally get done. Jamal Adams got a deal, a max value deal of $72 million over four years. Now, if you don't remember, Jamal Adams plays with the Seahawks. He used to play with uh the Jets. Strong safety. You know, plays good ball. And he made uh the Pro Bowl twice and was named an All-Pro while with the Jets. Gets traded um, got traded to the Seahawks. What was that? Let me let me get this right. Um Seahawks and a fourth round pick for 2022 for Bradley McDonald, Mc McDougal, and a first and a third round pick in this year's draft, just passed, and then uh first round in next year. So now he signs a $72 million contract extension. Uh, twenty million dollar signing bonus, and thirty-eight million dollars guaranteed. So that's fifty-eight out of seventy-two. That's guaranteed. Now, he is a pretty durable uh, safety, and this is—he's going into year number five. Uh, let, let me get let me get everything right. Let me get these particulars right. He was drafted out of LSU. 2017 draft, first round, six pick. All right. Uh, Let me see how many games. See, two and four. He's missed six games his whole entire career. Uh, He started 58 out of a possible 58. Uh, 356 combined tackles, 269 solo and 87 assists. 21 and a half sacks as a strong safety but he only has two career interceptions as a strong safety. Now, we've seen safety play over the years, and uh, I think Shannon Sharp says something, and I, I think I, I tend to agree. Ed Reed is the possibly the greatest safety we've ever seen play in our lifetime, and I, I've seen some great safeties. I've seen uh, Rod Whitson. When he was a safety before he moved the corner, well, before he, he moved from corner to safety, he was a great safety. Uh, who else we got? Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I, I can't name a whole bunch of safeties right now because I ain't in that mode. But, of course, we seen Sean Taylor cover sideline to sideline. Uh, Troy Polamalu, recent Hall of Famer, deservedly so. Now, Jamal Adams is now the highest paid safety in the league. And in my opinion, I'm like, okay, you're a strong safety. I expect you, I expect my strong safety to make tackles. That's what strong safeties do. They're added help in the box, you know, not, not afraid to stick their nose in there and get dirty, which is great. But also as a strong safety, I expect you to be able to drop back in the coverage and cover now, as a former strong safety myself, because I also played strong free and corner. Which is why I love the defensive secondary of football so much, because I, I learned so much over the years. I learned how to properly play over the years. As a strong safety, you're supposed to be able to pick up the running backs coming out of the backfield, the tight ends, sometimes even the slot receivers. These are the, you know You're supposed to be able to keep up with these guys. Okay. Depending on the scheme. Let me let me let me put it that way. Jamal Adams is ranked pretty high uh, when it comes to, you know, how good he is in the league. I don't think he's $72 million worth, though. I'm sorry. Now, granted, last season, he had nine and a half sacks. Awesome, awesome. He he's a a, a a a renegade coming off that edge blitzing, but you know he's coming. You know he's coming. So you gotta you gotta keep somebody in there. You gotta have something. Y- your quarterback has to have some sort of wherewithal to know he's coming. There's no doubt in my mind. When you see him creep up, he's coming. I'm not giving Jamal Adams who cried. To get out of New York. He begged, pleaded, and cried. Let's not forget that. But his play, yeah, he had a pretty good season last year. Last year, 12 games, 83 tackles combined. Nine and a half sacks. uh, Three pass deflections. uh, No INTs. He had a forced fumble. I'm not giving him $72 million. No, you got to show me more than one season in my scheme. Now, if I was the Jets and this was his fourth year and, you know, you had to sign him, yeah. But I'm not giving you $72 million after one year in my scheme. And here's the thing. A lot of times this happens in all sports. Guys will be playing on a contract, last year the contract, and they ball out. It's a contract year. They ball out. They set records and they do this, they do that, and they all pro, um, pro bowl, league honors, everything. The, the 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 play diminishes. So I mean, I'm this is me talking as a Washington football team fan, because I as a Washington football team fan, I've seen my team give out exorbitant amounts of contracts, i.e. the Fortune 500 Redskins with Bruce Smith, Mark Carrier, uh, Deion Sanders, a couple of other names. I've seen us give out money. And get no production in return. I hope is not the case with Jamal Adams. Because number one, I, I kind of like Seattle. Because I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I love Russell Wilson. So I would love to see, you know, Legion of Boom 2.0. But time will tell. We'll look at this season. And then we'll go from there. Now, here's the meat of this show. We're going to talk some goat talk real quick. Cade Cunningham, recent draft pick in the NBA, uh made some, 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 some comments. Now, Cade Cunningham is 20. Nope, he ain't even 20 yet. He's 19. And he was the first overall pick of the Detroit Pistons. Six foot seven uh, guard. They got him listen at point guard out of uh, Oklahoma State. He said, yeah, I understand what Jordan did, but LeBron's the goat to me. And I thought about it. I thought about it. And I said, you know, it's crazy. Everybody's sitting. And the boss, BJ, just checked in on on, uh, the text window. All he's ever seen is LBJ. That's right. Now, to be lucky enough to have seen, you know, you got people that have seen Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. Seen Magic and Bird, you lived through the 90s and seen Jordan. Now you're watching LeBron. You know, that's who should be having this, this, this GOAT debate because they seen all of them live. They seen the Elgin Baylors. They seen the Jerry West. Now, some of us that are are love the history of basketball, everybody hear this podcast. We love the history of basketball. I think we got a consensus where we say, you know, Jordan's the GOAT, because we watch Jordan. From the time that we could understand the game until his first retirement, seen him come back, win three, second retirement, then seen him come back and try to lift the lowly Wizards team. So you know, we we say Jordan's the goat because we seen him. We look at LeBron, and we say you know, LeBron may not be the goat, but he's the greatest of this generation. The generation before him. And I, 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 I it's kind of hard to say that because LeBron came in the league in 2003. That's when Jordan exited the league. But when Jordan retired in 98, from 90, I, no, I say 2000 to, let's say, 2010. Ten years, the league was Kobe's. Love him or hate him. The league was Kobe's for 10 years. Because you had the Lakers three-peat, and they went to the finals four years in a row. He still carried the Lakers after Shaq left. He got Gasol, Odom, and Odom was a sneaky 2010 guy. He gave you 20 points, 10 uh, rebounds, almost on a nightly basis in L.A. They won two championships, went to three finals, won two championships. They went to three finals in a row. 8 one in 09, one in 10. The league was Kobe's. And I'll even say up until 2011, the league was Kobe's. So 11-year stretch, league was Kobe's. LeBron didn't really take over as the dominant player in the league until 2012. And that was the Miami year. Because in 2011, he regressed. So everybody wants to talk about, well, LeBron only been eliminated in the first round one time. And that was this past year. Okay, you want to talk about playoffs? 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 We're going to talk about NBA playoffs. Let's start right there. When you put Jordan and LeBron side by side, LeBron has played more minutes, uh, more playoff game score, more playoff point, all that. You know, that's when when you're a high school phenom and you make the playoffs almost every year. He's only missed the playoffs one time in, what, 18 years? Okay, you're going to get that. Now, you talk about Jordan being eliminated in – The first round, how many times before Pippen? Look at who he had to go through. He was the only player in Chicago that could score and do all these things. He didn't, he he didn't. Now you talk about he played against plumbers and things like that. He didn't have very good players around him. And he didn't know how to play a team game until he was taught how to play a team game by Tex Winter. Normally it was just giving Michael the ball, get the fuck out the way. As Doug Collins. When Tex winners started instituting the triangle offense, which was done before Phil got there as the head coach, actually, because Phil wound up being an assistant because he was a disciple of Tex. That's when things started coming together and they started building around him more. LeBron and Cleveland, it was just LeBron. LeBron took a mop, a bucket. A trash can, Delonte West, Booby Gibson, and, 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 and um, Mo Williams to the finals. But everybody says how weak the East was. The most dominant team in the East at that time during those Cleveland finals, finals runs, before the Big Three formed in Boston, was the Magic. Then the ball, Bos- uh, the Boston three party, the Big Three, whatever you want to call them they took over and they started dominating the east and kevin garnett what he said we broke lebron we made lebron leave cleveland and go to miami and i believe that wholeheartedly because they punished him but what you did was you gave him the time to get out of his home city which was great and go to miami and have fun for four years because that's it. it's scary when lebron is having fun in the game because Now he can play with you. He can toy with you. Now, with Jordan, Jordan was serious business all the time. Now, he had nights where he didn't, you know, shoot very well. But he was giving you the business. Now, I'm jumping off off topic. We're talking about playoffs. Jordan had to go through the Celtics. He had to go through the Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, who... Put a team together that ascended and became the heir apparent to the Celtics. Then after that, he started winning. He he finally beat the nemesis that was the bad boy Pistons. He never had a chance to beat Larry Bird. And the 86 Celtics were one of the greatest teams of all time. The 86 Celtics, uh Shoot, I had it. The 86L, 96 Bulls, and I think the 71 Bucks are three of the greatest teams of all time. And then you got other teams. You got the uh, Lakers team that went 69 and 13. You got, uh, shoot, the 2,000 Lakers. Take the 71 Bucks off. You got the 2,000 Lakers. That was one of the greatest teams of all time because of just how dominant they were. But MJ had to go through greats to finally break through the glass ceiling LeBron had to beat Boston he went and beat Boston okay so you give the edge of LeBron because LeBron made it out of a weak East okay you want to give LeBron that then we talk about scoring and versatility all oh, well all Jordan could do was dunk no Jordan developed the jumper he developed a vicious turnaround game that was emulated by Kobe Bean Bryant and who went on to a Hall of Fame career using it? <laughs> you got, you know, LeBron is a freight train. Before he lost weight, what was he? 6'8, 265? Who was gonna get in his way when he came down the lane? You know, you you, you can com- the things that people compare to say, well, LeBron's the GOAT over Jordan because Jordan never did this and Jordan never did that. And here's my point. If you've never seen MJ play like Cade Cunningham, who's never seen MJ play live, and all you know is Jordan, LeBron's going to be your goat. Matter of fact, Dario, here, now, I'm going to bring in Dario. And Dario's 17, getting ready to turn 18 in January. I introduced him to the game of basketball. Uh, at a very early age, um, I was the first one to put the ball in this, in his crib. And, you know, we've been to the gym, we bowled, uh, we talked basketball, you know, father, son stuff. Now I'm gonna ask you a question, kid. Come 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 on, come on, get in here. Come on. You had to choose the goat right now without nothing from me. You got to choose the goat right now. Who's the NBA's goat of all time? The greatest of all time to ever play the NBA. Now, let everybody know That's no help from me That's your opinion That's my sincere opinion Because, you know He has proven That he was He's proven to be the goat uh, (laughs) He's proven to be the goat uh, Many times Now, that's coming from A 17-year-old Now, I'm going to take it back a little bit I got a 13-year-old My man, Xavier same thing. Put the ball in this crib, uh, everything. Now, you're 13. You're just a newly 13. You got to choose. Who's the NBA's greatest of all time? Without no help from me, I'm not looking at you. I don't want to know. You just speak into the mic and tell me who the greatest is. Out of all the teams? Of all time. Is it Michael, LeBron? Is it Kobe? Is it Wilt Chamberlain? Is it Bill Russell? Who is it? I say Kobe. He says Kobe. He says Kobe. Oh man, n- 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 the boss BJ and the text window- went go went. about it you got to be able to consider uh uh uh, wilt chamberlain you got to be able to consider um bill russell it's guys in this goat discussion that are left out on a daily and in my personal opinion you know when we talk about nba wilt and russell they built the nba up magic and Bird. Saved it Michael Jordan took it global They say LeBron took it mobile, but I you got to give Kobe credit too, Because Kobe helped take it mobile It's guys that you can always say Are the goat but here's my this is my whole point of the whole rant you can bring up your stats your facts all of that Three different kids 17, 13 and nine, three different kids, three different goats because of why? Because of who they follow, who they follow, who they saw the most. Dario's a little older. So, of course, he saw the the Michael Jordan videos. He, you know, we used to sit down and watch Ultimate Jordan all the time, five and a half hours of Michael Jordan. He knew, you know, when he was born till he was about, let me see what two three years old i had a michael jordan poster on my wall you know xavier you know watching kobe as at at a young age when he was two and he was really into basketball kobe was winning championships my daughter akasha she sees lebron james because lebron james faces on everything he was in space jam and everybody comparing space jam versus space jam it's things you can't do here's my point You don't have to put down one player just to elevate another. You don't have to put down Michael Jordan to elevate LeBron. You don't have to skip over Kobe to elevate Michael Jordan. You don't have to, you know, call out LeBron and say he chasing a a, a ghost to elevate Kobe. Here's my point. This GOAT discussion has to be put to bed quickly because we're sitting here we're debating so many things so and so many variables but the hate that comes with this goat talk from sports pundits and 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 fans and casuals it's a lot of hate in there a lot of people hate LeBron because of what he does off the court because oh, when well, he opened the school, people hated that. Same way they hate Kobe, they hated Kobe in life. And there's a lot of people that hated him in death to bring up things. And i, I it was a few weeks ago I was talking about a Gail King. I couldn't remember her name. What she said to Lisa Leslie was straight hate. People hate Michael Jordan. The same reasons they hate Michael Jordan, they hate you know, they love LeBron. They hated Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan didn't speak up on black social issues. They hate LeBron because he does. Some people love him because he does. And I think socially, as a player, LeBron is leaps and bounds over Jordan because of that. Because he he takes a stance, he speaks up. A lot of people don't like what he has to say. Oh, it doesn't affect you. It does. As For as long as LeBron James is a black man in America, Things that happen to black people in America affect him for as long as he's a black man. So long have brothers and sisters gotten their paper and said to hell with those that ain't trying to do it my way or the way that I did it because I did this and I did that. Your formula does not work for everybody else. But LeBron is still going back to his old neighborhood. He's just a kid from Akron. That's all he ever says. I'm just a kid from Akron. Just a kid from Akron. And he he's hated because he says that you made it just because you made it don't mean you can't reach back and help those that haven't made it to make it. People hate him because of that. But people hated Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan didn't reach back. At least not that you knew of. You know, things like that. And it's come to the point that they did uh, a vote for. Best play in the league. And I think it was all the NBA executives. And LeBron didn't get not one single vote for best play in the league right now. Hashtag super washed. They, he already was going by the washed king. This dude has played in a high level his entire career. Entire career. And you won't even give him a vote to be the best play in the league. And when I saw that, I said, "Uh uh-oh, he about to put the league on notice. He about to put the league on notice. And the first thing he said was, I didn't need anything else to fuel me, but you just did it. Lakers and Bulls in the finals. Lakers in seven. I'm sorry. As much as I love my Bulls, if y'all got to play the Lakers in the finals, because my Bulls is going to – we'll mop the floor with – uh. With, with, with Brooklyn, I'm not worried about Brooklyn. Brooklyn got to stay healthy to be able to get past my bulls, and I don't got them staying healthy. But Lakers and seven. LeBron is going to go off. He's going to put their team on his back, and they're going to run. long as everybody – even if everybody doesn't stay healthy, they're going to they gonna look really, really good. So, But instead of putting down – LeBron because of what you don't like about him personally appreciate his body of work that he did in the NBA what he does off the court ain't got nothing to do with you even what he does on the court don't but as a basketball fan appreciate what he's giving you on the court the boss BJ said something to me a couple weeks ago and it stuck with me people are gonna be so sad when that man finally retires say it because To be quite honest, he is the face of the league. Kevin Durant's right up there with him. But just a a, a notch above is LeBron James, the kid from Akron. You have to be appreciative of what he's giving you right now as a basketball player because it's going to come a time that he hangs it up, and then that's it turn off the lights this party's over he riding off into the sunset to go do something else being executive a uh, uh, actor um whatever his his second career is after he leaves the game you think about the emotional night of Kobe Bryant's last game where he dropped 60. now granted we didn't get Full retirement, Kobe. And I think that's one thing that, you know, will always sit wrong with me, but I can't question it, you know. So we didn't get full retirement, Kobe. but think about the emotion that went through the Staples Center his last game. Think about the emotion that went through uh, 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 America Airlines Arena when Dirk's last game and down in miami when wade's last game and Dirk gave you a double double wade gave you a triple double his final game kobe gave you 64 and four you know and it was just epic one day it's gonna come whether it's at the stable center again whether it's here in washington but lebron's final game when you know it's the farewell tour it's going to be an emotional scene. And you're going to say, well, you know, I hated him his whole entire career. And I, 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 he's leaving now. Nah, appreciate it while you have it. Appreciate LeBron James while you still get to see him play. He may not be your goat, but damn it, he is one of the greatest players to ever play this game. If I wish they would have did the 75 greatest players in the 75 years of uh, of the NBA, and all you would have to do is take the 50 and then add 25 more. LeBron James would have been in one of those 25. So with Shaq and Kobe, you know, it, it's a it's a gang load of players that would have been there, but LeBron for sure would have been your guy. In the best of the 75. So I hope they do it for 80. But appreciate LeBron James. While you still have the opportunity to watch him night in and night out. To be a global icon. And in my opinion, the best player in the league. May not be my GOAT, but he's the best player going right now. And I don't have to put him down to make MJ look good because MJ's resume is good enough. But that's just my rant. Looking at the clock. Uh, I'm 32 minutes in. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining me. Um, Lady C, Boss BJ, appreciate y'all joining in tonight. Uh, I know Lady C, she got something coming up. Hopefully, um, we got the Prefontaine Classic coming. Uh, Shakari Richardson is going to race. The three Jamaican runners—they went one, two, and three at uh at the Tokyo Olympics. They're gonna run at the Prefontaine Classic in the one hundred meters. So I'm really, really eager to see that because I want to see how that's gonna turn out and then the aftermath. Uh, so best believe when that goes down, Lady C will be joining us. I don't care if she got to work. I don't care what she got to do. She got to come and talk about that. It may not be Olympic. But damn it, it's running and we need to get that talked about and we need to get her opinion. So, uh, <laughs> she says she will take a break to talk. That's good. Now, special programming note for Saturday night. The WrestleManiacs will not be coming on at 9 p.m. on Facebook Live. We will be on at 11 p.m. We'll be on after SummerSlam. To do a React show, so please listen out for that. I'll it'll be all over Facebook and Instagram what the uh, schedule is for the Saturday Night WrestleMania. So check that out after SummerSlam. Be ready for that. Until then, I'm the big guy. KG MJ's the goat in my eyes. Dario's eyes. Xavier says LeBron, Akasha says, uh, I'm sorry, Xavier says Kobe, Akasha says LeBron. Uh, email me and tell me what you think. Sideline Junkies 24-7 at gmail.com. Who's your goat of the NBA? Uh, but until then, I don't do no overtime. I am out of here.